0: And plus the fact, I hang out with you, so you got to be a good guy (laughs) if I'm hanging out with
1: you. uh, Maybe.
0: (laughs) Uh, Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. Dougie, what's new at my favorite Nissan stores?
2: Well, now that everybody's back from vacation, we can finally get to work. For the first time
0: ever, you can get 0% for 60 months on the all-new 2021 Rogue. The 2021 Rogue is bigger, better, and faster than ever before. For more information on 0% interest on in all these great vehicles, check out Coon Rapids Nissan and Walzer Nissan at Burnsville and tell them Tommy sent you. I'll we'll just cut out the last bit.
3: Hello, I'm Brad Huckle, president at North American Banking Company.
2: And I'm Mike Bilski, CEO at North American Banking Company.
4: As a community bank based right here in the Twin Cities, we believe in taking the time to get to know our customers and their businesses.
2: And part of that is hiring and cultivating a team of experienced lenders. When your business banks with us, you're not training in a new, inexperienced banker.
3: In fact, our bankers have worked with many of the same customers for years, earning their trust. We get to know you and your business, and you get to know and rely upon us.
2: When your business is looking to capitalize on an opportunity or solve a problem, we'll be here to help you.
0: Tom here. I know Brad and Mike, and I trust that with my banking. they've personally delivered on everything they've just said. So why not bank with MyBanker, North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC, and equal housing lender? Hollywood swinging, baby. You heard me. So what's happening?
3: Nope. Okay. There we
0: go. There
5: right.
3: she
0: is. Hello. Can you handle this or not? <laughs> I cannot, no.
3: It's, it's Tuesday. Why not? <laughs> I, I just can't.
0: Your mom is whitening her teeth or something. I, don't know. I never know what? what the hell she's doing. <laughs> I, really? you, what do I, I don't know.
3: That lines up. Your
0: yeah, it's really great. It's a really a wonderful thing. Kristen Burt joins us. How are you doing, Kristen? I'm great. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you. Uh, boy, there's a lot to talk about. Uh, getting back. You know, I do. Since, since this would be the Kristen Burt Hollywood Swing and Report, I have to ask you a question. I talked about it a bit on the morning show. There's this movie called Jexy. Did you ever see Jexy?
6: I have not.
0: It's Adam Devine. By the way, is that story true about Adam Devine, that he was hit by a cement truck and had to have 26 surgeries to live? What?
6: <laughs> I've that's never heard that sense. before.
0: I haven't either. I wonder if it's true that Adam Devine, was, when he was a little boy, apparently they say he was hit by a cement truck and he had to have 26 surgeries to, to get back to being able to walk. And wow. then he started doing stand-up comedy at 14 and started acting. Oh, do you think that's true?
6: We can look it up.
0: Yeah, it looks Talk like it.
6: Got
0: an interview, right? He oh, went so, under so, the, fir- yeah.
7: the t- front wheels of a cement truck. He did? When yeah. he was
0: 11. Wow. And he did have 26 surgeries, Andy? Yes. <clears throat> oh, my God. What a story that is. See, now, that's a great American story right there, because any dump truck in some other crap hole country, you'd have been dead. You know yeah, <laughs>
5: he said he was uh, on his way to the store to get some candy and rip pages out of Penthouse.
0: Wow. Yeah, I knew it. Ripped
8: pages out it. of yeah, like
5: go to the grocery store or whatever gas station, like because you can't buy the <clears throat>
8: Penthouse he magazine a bag though. No, I have those?
0: no idea. Maybe Not back then, I guess.
8: Oh, I suppose. I don't know.
0: I got no idea what's happening. There's no <laughs> doubt about it. But in any case, uh, this movie, Andy Devine stars in it, and it's called Jexy. It's basically Alexa, only yet I can't use the name Alexa, obviously. Oh. But Jexy is the, the voice uh, of his telephone, right? And she becomes humanized. And I would not watch it with little kids because it's got some of the most vile language I've ever heard. Because Jexy goes off the deep end every time he does something wrong. Uh, like he's at points, he he walks into this coffee shop and he's talking to this woman and he's really you know ham handed about it. He doesn't do a very good. He's not very charming because he's so nervous talking to this woman. And as they're leaving, Jexy goes, "You are an effing douche." <laughs> <laughs> and she, she starts talking to him. She says, and it, as it turns out, Jexy falls in love with Adam Devine's character, and. I don't know. It's not a great movie, but it was quite enjoyable, but I'd never even heard of it. It Where came out it in playing? November.
6: i never heard of it.
0: It was on uh, Vudu, I think. I think it's on oh. Vudu. Is it on Roku? Oscar season, so I'm watching screener
6: after screener. I was yeah. like, I haven't even heard of this in the theater. So it must have kind
0: of come and gone. Let's see. That's too bad because it's
7: pretty see. enjoyable. I'm wondering if it was like straight to video or today's Could equivalent of that.
0: Jexi. Um, a J E X I is how you spell it.
7: Release. Um,
0: November. Was it no- October or November last It says year.
7: it was theatric- re- theatrically released October 11th, but I wonder October if it like, 11th, uh. went into four theaters or something like that.
0: Yeah, it made $7.7 $7. <clears throat> $7. 7 million in its theatrical run, so oh, probably not I don't great. know what that's all about. But no, probably not great, but well, and Box it's not Office a great Mojo
7: movie.
6: Box Mojo
0: says
7: 2,300 theaters, so I don't know.
6: Oof. Really? That's
0: bad. <laughs> yeah, that's not good. Um, why do you think it is that people will just give the stiff arm? Because the movie's pretty funny. It's not great, but it's really funny. Uh, why do you think people stiff-armed it? Because Adam Devine's a pretty big name, isn't he? Um, you know, with the
6: team set, you know, because he did a lot of the... Um,
5: what were those movies?
0: Um, Wasn't he in Workaholics? I can't think of it. Yeah. He was in Workaholics, too. You're right. Uh, he was in Workaholics. He was, I believe he's in Modern Family for a while, wasn't he? He was in one of those shows for a while. I know that. But, uh, yeah. you know, Look, it's 85 minutes long. You've got nothing better to do. It's only 85 minutes long. You will laugh, but don't watch it around little kids because she calls people c and all kinds of things. Yeah. <laughs> she goes off the deep it's end. It's perfect. It's
6: perfect. wasn't a movie I was thinking of. He's been in those films. Yeah. Um... But I just think he has a younger audience, and if it's not, you know, if they don't really care about that, I mean, if he doesn't, you know, if people aren't understanding what Jexy is, had it been named, like, Siri or Alexa, people would have understood.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, Jexy's but I don't think really Alexa was going to It could have been
6: him. marketing, too. Well,
0: the problem they have is they can't use Alexa because Amazon had never let them do that.
6: Of course. Uh, but I do not would to do something people, else, because see- if you say Jexy, yeah. I'm not going to even look at the description.
7: Yeah, I didn't even know what you were talking about until you started describing it.
0: I just stumbled across it too. That's the amazing thing is I didn't, I never even heard of it. But I've always liked Adam Devine, so I figured, well, I'll give it a whirl. And Catherine laughed. has good. I mean, the an example. This is like a one of the calmer things that she says to him. Uh, so he's standing in line at a coffee shop, and he sees this really pretty woman, and he again is really uncomfortable with that whole thing. And like the Jexy comes on full voice in the middle of the coffee shop and goes, "You need to stop ejaculating into your socks at home." My
6: <laughs> yeah. like, God,
0: mm. that's real oh, nice. Well it's,
6: you know what? It's also because that type of humor is not very in style right now either.
0: Oh, it's not. You know
6: that like what something about Mary that we had for like and then comedy did it for ten years. It's kind of cycled it's out true. of that.
0: Yeah I, yeah, I suppose so. You think that's what it is? Yeah.
9: Am I on? You I are.
6: Am? Hi.
9: Happy New Year, Kristen. Happy New Year.
0: We're just talking about Jexy.
9: Jexy, oh my gosh, it's one of those uh, bridesmaid kind of movies.
0: Oh.
7: Yeah, you know, yeah it's risque. Got like kind of st- yeah, the self so-
6: kind of st- yeah. sophomore humor. Yep. Yeah, yeah, but it's was actually a lot kind of
7: funny. Like <laughs> ten years ago.
6: Um,
9: Hangover, what else did that guy write? There was, he wrote
0: yeah, Hangover and
9: another one just like it. Were we talking yeah, Kristen around?
0: pointed out the movie, uh, uh, something about Mary. That'd be a pretty good comparison with this movie. I
9: yeah, think. that's a good comparison, yes. It is.
0: You know, when she used the uh, <clears throat> spuzz to do her hair, that's real nice. That was a nice touch. Yeah. Didn't you think?
6: Mmm. <laughs> no, totally sounds about not that kind of movie.
0: No, 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 no. That was from something about Mary. Remember, she did that. in, yes, in something about Mary. I know. Yeah, yeah that like was. That. But now I watch
6: yeah. it. Like it was funny at the time, but now I watch it and I'm always like, oh, you know
0: what I mean? Yeah, I, I understand yeah. exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, it's, this yeah. one,
9: I, they did a dick pic part piece, and it was. They didn't need to do that. That went. Yeah. And they and they really showed the picture. Um, I don't know. I just think that was. It wasn't the best.
7: Unnecessary.
9: Yeah, it would have it would have taken a movie that was actually pretty funny and it knocked it down a couple of couple of good stars for me just because it's just not necessary. That whole dick pic thing's getting old. Yeah,
0: yeah, it, is. <laughs> yeah. it kind of is, isn't it? No, I could see that. That's probably true. I, I don't know. Yeah, it, but I, like I said, for a movie I'd never heard of, eighty-five minutes long. I, I you know, if you're just looking to have some laughs over some really yeah. stupid humor, it
9: was it was silly. I mean, yeah, there silly, were parts yeah. where you laughed out loud. It was good.
0: It is in true. A way. <laughs> uh, okay, so there's. Uh, now, this just popped up on my screen. The New Yorker is out with a profile of Alexandria Ocasio Cortez after her first year in office, and the progressive does not sound thrilled about being in the same party as moderates, such as, say, Joe Biden. <laughs> Reporter David Friedlander. I thought his name was Friedlander. It's Freelander. Oh, well. Uh, Asked about her hypothetical role in Congress, if Biden were president, and this is the response. Oh, God, she said with a groan, in any other country, Joe Biden and I would not be in the same party, but in America, we are. Her point is that the progressive wing of the party is miles apart from moderates and even further from its conservative fringe, which she likens to a Tea Party of the left. Could she be a bigger asshole, do you think?
6: Well, uh, you know what? Well, I, I, I don't think she's Ugh. wrong. Maybe the delivery stinks, but I don't think she's wrong.
0: She's wrong about what? Oh, that she wouldn't. I don't do the think she's party. wrong
6: about the classification in that uh, the progressive left and say the moderate left are really two different parties. Um, yeah. as would be the far right and a moderate um, Republican would yeah. be two different parties. I do agree with like <laughs> the scope of the idea. I don't agree with the delivery because I'm like. If, yeah. you know, Biden is going to be your party's candidate, you should be throwing your support behind him or whomever it is. Right, uh, again, right. Then, if you don't want to deal with Donald Trump again. Do
0: you see that yeah. Julian Castro's tr- working really hard to be Elizabeth Warren's vice presidential pick?
6: Yeah, well, it pretty much seems like Biden's going to pick uh, Kamala Harris and that Warren would probably pick Castro. And it, to them, it's about checking off boxes. Because we've, we've gone to a place where it's like you need a female on the ticket. Um, you need some type of diversity on the ticket. So if you have Elizabeth Warren, who's a white, you got Julian Castro, who um, brings in the Latino vote, Kamala Harris, um, a woman of color. She also checks off the California box. She's a female. And then you got Biden. You know, and that's, the way, that's the way everyone is looking at it.
0: It's a puzzle. Piece. Don't you think that that's a, that's a huge mistake? Because basically, if we're trying to get to a place where everybody gets treated the same, to just appoint someone because of their skin color is what white people used to do, so why are we still doing that?
9: I don't know if that's true anymore. I don't know if everybody wants to be treated the same.
0: No, they don't. Well, that's unfortunate. No, then everybody should... wants to have their own little... Yeah, you should. Start Everyone wants country. to be special. Yep. I suppose, I don't know, but it, that, I find that to be odd that all of a sudden... Uh, Doing exactly what the people you dislike did, only with a different skin color, makes no sense to me. If you didn't like the idea, why are you repeating it?
9: Where did we ever... in the last fifty years, have any common sense left in America? Well, that's
0: true. There's no, so that's <laughs> the whole isn't argument. There not any. There's no common it's sense. It's like left.
9: AOC right. yelling at about people accepting money from billionaires when she didn't even remember that she, she accepted money from billionaires. It's like you, you gotta know. know what you're talking about once in a while. But they don't. Right. They don't, and nobody
0: cares. Well, I, I just didn't understand what she meant by that whole thing. But what is I beeping? suppose I don't know. Something is beeping it's really the loud. Call waiting. There it is. Oh, mm-hmm. it's call waiting. Oh, that's what that is. Call waiting. Uh-huh. And I can't turn that off, I I don't think. That's fine. As long as I know what it is, I don't care. It's only a a real quick beep. As long as I know what it is, it's not going to bother me. Um, So, yeah, I just saw the AOC thing, and I didn't really understand any other country. I wouldn't be in Biden's party. But, look, this is not Italy. What do they have in Italy, like 22 parties?
4: I think there's (laughs)
9: 11 11 that are taken seriously, and I think there's 17 total.
0: (laughs) 17 total. There might be more. I don't know. Uh, there might be a few parties. Well, good for those kids, you know, get everybody uh, taken care of and everybody gets a, a, a time at the plate, don't you think? Right?
6: Yeah. Sure. Yeah. I mean, I think we could, I think we would be better off with more than two parties um, that yeah, I dominated, do too. but I don't think that's going to happen anytime soon.
0: Well, that's unfortunate because I think you're right. It'd be better if we had like four or five different parties. If we had the far left, the Democrats, the center, the Republicans, and the far right. We should have five yep. parties, you're right. We should. Yeah. Because Maybe then i feel represented, finally. <laughs> you know, when you're yeah. up in the
6: middle, <laughs> well, you're just kind of like, I don't know what's going on.
0: I mean, one of the problems I do have, Kristen, is my mother was an, uh, a big-time Democrat. She loved the Democratic Party. You know, she's Roman Catholic, so she loved the Kennedys. You know, she, just, she loved being a Democrat. But this party doesn't re- resemble my mother's Democratic Party at all. What she would consider the conservative left uh, is what the Democratic Party used to be, right?
2: Mm
0: -hmm. So I don't know. We'll see. Maybe we should. We should talk about having five parties and then no one would ever win. So we could rule by committee. We could elect all five people and then you can argue amongst yourselves like you do on CNN and Fox right now. That'd be good.
6: Everyone would be a pundit.
0: (laughs) Yeah, everyone's a pundit. I don't know. I, I, I. We get a lot of response on the morning show from people just talking about the fact that it's like, hey, look, you let them say whatever they want, let them do whatever they want, blah, blah, blah. You know, it's just the whole thing is ridiculous. What I really like, though, and I'll move on from here, I love it when somebody says, that's the worst idea I've ever heard in my life, and this is going to hurt America. This is bad for America. And then they play audio of you 24 months ago saying the same exact (laughs) thing. (laughs) <laughs> I, I just love that. Well, you said it 24 months ago. No, I didn't. Well, I've got video of you doing it. I love got that. got the receipt. When they
4: do that.
0: <laughs> 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 oh, it's a terrible idea that apparently I had 24 months ago. But in any case, we'll keep an eye on that whole thing. I, I just, I'm just i fascinated by that whole deal. What is O-I-T-N-B? What is that? Does anybody know Orange what that is? Orange is the New Black. Oh, oh Orange is the New Orange. Black. You're absolutely right. Apparently. Apparently, one of uh, one of the actresses on uh, Orange Is the New Black is is going to leave America because this is war. Mm. Yael Stone, do you know who Yael Stone is?
6: Yes,
0: yeah. okay. she a tiny she'll little in... one on the show. Oh, is she really?
6: Yeah, she's super she said tiny. She'll stay She's in like a her... little itty bitty one. Um, oh, okay. Yeah.
0: Yeah, she just said she's going to go back to Australia and stay there. She doesn't want to live in America anymore.
6: Okay. <laughs> See ya. Now, I mean, has she seen Australia? Yeah. Australia's <laughs> right. on fire right now. So yeah, Australia's yeah. on fire.
0: It's <laughs> oh. a good point. It's a good point that Australia's on fire right now. But you know, whatever works. Andy, what's your what's your minute count? Because I forgot to set my clock. I forgot to do that. About a you. minute over. Oh, we are already. Yep. <laughs> all right, we'll take a break and be right back in a couple minutes more with Kristen Burton. We want to get to the all important. Kristen Burt take on Ricky Gervais, and I can't mm. wait to hear it. This would be yeah. terrific. We'll be right back with the family. As you know, my friend Mike Lindell has a passion to help everyone get the best sleep of your life. Well, he didn't stop by simply creating the best pillow. Now Mike has done it again by introducing his new My Slippers. Mike has taken over two years to develop. The My Slippers are designed to wear indoor and outdoor all day long. Made with My Pillow Foam, an impact gel to help prevent fatigue, and made with quality leather suede. For a limited time, Mike is offering 40% off his new My Slippers. The My Slippers are so comfortable, you'll want to get some for the whole family, which is what we did. Call 1-800-516-5146 or use promo code TOM, of course. use promo code TOM or go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener square and use promo code TOM. You'll also get deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including the Giza Dream bed sheets, the MyPillow mattress topper, and MyPillow towel sets. Call 1-800-516-5146, use promo code TOM. Dan Chesky is here from Dan Southside Marine to talk boats in February. 2021 is all about boat inventory or the lack thereof.
2: Dan's has what you're looking for in the color and model you want. So get in and take advantage of the factory incentives and discounts February offers.
0: Why should our listeners shop for a fishing boat at Dan's Southside Marine?
2: We have the latest models on display, like the new Revolution. It features rotational seating from Premier Marine and the new
0: Lumacraft FSX crossover fishing ski. Both are getting tons of attention and grabbing sales from the competition. Land down under, yep. For is that for OITNB or whatever the hell it was? <laughs> yeah,
8: uh, yeah, I feel bad for Australia. <laughs> yeah,
0: well, exactly. It
8: did rain there, it's raining there. Yeah, so I'm
5: trying to save the koala bears. Yeah,
8: well, that would raining. be good.
0: <laughs> that would be good. All right, Kristen. I ever since I saw this, he's I've always loved Ricky Gervais. Anything I think he's one of the most. He's one of the funniest human beings alive. I love his take. He is very bold. He will not back down from any topic. I've always loved his TV shows, no matter what they are. (laughs) Please tell me you were at the Golden Globes.
6: I was not at the Golden Globes. I was on my last day of vacation. Um, But I did watch it, and I thought it was funny. Wait, wait.
0: Vacation from what?
6: (laughs) Christmas vacation.
0: Vacation from what, though? <laughs> Don't you have to have a real job to go on vacation?
6: <laughs> I hope I have a real job.
0: <laughs> she just starts laughing. <laughs> um, in any case, you did see. Did you watch it on television? I,
6: yeah, I did watch it that night.
0: I think he is. He's at the top of his game right now because he went after everybody. Uh, I. I came in a limo tonight, and the license plate was made by Felicity Huffman. That is a very
9: <laughs> that funny <was> hilarious. <laughs> That's
0: a very That's funny That's a good joke. one. I, I don't know where to start because so many of his lines were just <laughs> wonderful. Did, what, did you have any favorites? Anybody uh, in Studio A, did you, did you have any favorites that he said? I just thought it was wonderful. Anyone? No,
5: nothing I don't, like no. saw like the highlights of it. I thought overall, yeah, it was very funny and very well put together and I would like more his reaction afterwards like explaining what all the bleeps were and and things like that.
0: I love this line right here. Uh, Many talented people of color were snubbed in major categories, Gervais said. Unfortunately, there's nothing we can do about that. The Hollywood foreign press are all very, very racist.. <laughs> <laughs> And he also said something about I can't remember what the hell it was, but it was not about people. It was about something else. But he goes, "I'm not. Uh, I'm not reading this. Uh, there's not enough diversity in it for me to read this." <laughs>
6: <laughs> it was perfect, though. He hit all the right notes of sort of what Hollywood is going through, and you know, Hollywood yes. does have to make some sort of. You know, they do have to balance some films that do represent the rest of the United States, just besides white people. Um, but, you know, sometimes Hollywood or, and any sort of industry overcorrect. So yes. making fun of it I think is hilarious in many ways because if you can't make fun of what you're going through, there's no point, especially in the industry because everyone's in $10,000 gowns and yeah. across the globe, <laughs> Australia's burning. So you have to make fun of yourself. You can't take it too seriously when there's a yes. lot more. Um, there's a lot of crises going on in the world right now.
0: There's no question about that. Uh, the Independent reports that there were gasps after Gervais said, Our next presenter starred in Netflix's Bird Box, a movie where people survive by acting like they don't see a thing, sort of like working for Harvey Weinstein. Oh.
9: <laughs> <laughs>
7: Ooh,
9: he's on fire. <laughs> That's interesting, because I stopped liking him a while ago.
7: He got very annoying childhood. Oh, he
9: he got so annoying and so self-important. This sounds like he's back to what he used to do.
0: I just yeah. I love the fact that he's back. If he's back, I love the fact that he's back. Sort of like working for Harvey Weinstein. After the audience reaction, he added, "And I quote: You did it. I didn't. You did it." <laughs> <laughs> there are so many here, I, Kristen. I don't know, I don't know where to start. Stop reading because all of it and every line he delivered was hilarious. I, I just is it's amazing. Right? Well, it, it was
6: really sharp and it was really well done. And you have to remember, he's taken a couple of years off. I don't always think coming yeah. back year after year is the greatest idea, even though I right. think, you know, old school America is like, but Bob Hope did the Oscars for, you know, years and years and years. I don't think we're there anymore. I always think, like, giving a comedian a rest and then bringing them back um, oftentimes makes it just so much more fresh um, and we could handle it and we needed a laugh just because I think that the last couple of days were tense with. You know everything that has been happening with you know iraq and australia it just was a very tense sort of start to the year so i thought this was a great way to sort of just take some of the edge off
0: i couldn't agree more and, and there were some people they showed some people in the audience this particularly old he, was, he looked like he was about 90 years old he was kind of a white-haired but a bald guy with glasses he was not laughing at all. He was very pissed off about the whole thing. And I thought, you're the kind of guy who ruined Hollywood. You're that guy. You know?
6: He's <laughs> like, I'm just not going to sit here and laugh at any joke. It's not funny. Where's Bob Hope? <laughs> no, I am.
0: I'm very, very important, and he's making fun of me. Uh, about Jeffrey Epstein, he said, okay, spoiler alert, season two was on the way of Afterlife. So in the end, obviously, he didn't kill himself, just like Jeffrey Epstein. (laughs) People people started groaning, and then he said, shut up. I know he's your friend, but I don't care. You had to make your own way here on your own airplane, now didn't you? (laughs) I... Okay, Okay. I'll get off it. But I'm telling you, if you get a chance, read the whole thing because it is phenomenally funny. It's right on the money. He he was saying basically what everybody else in the world is thinking. It's like you pretentious pains in the ass. Shut up and do your jobs. Right?
5: Right. And don't cringe in the audience. Like, there's a comedian on stage. These are jokes, people. You knew what you signed up for yeah. when he gets on stage. Tom Hanks' yeah. face or was the best. Like, make a
6: funny face. Even if you don't think it's funny, <laughs> make a funny face. Because right. It'll become a meme anyway, and you'll go viral. Yeah.
0: <laughs> exactly. All right, speaking of Hollywood, you're going to have to pay for this one, Kristen, because it's your buddy. Oh, good. What the hell is wrong with Gwyneth Paltrow?
10: Oh, no,
3: I know. What'd she do now?
0: What is wrong with her?
3: What'd she do now?
9: Oh, you
0: ready?
6: Yep. <coughs>
0: yeah. Yeah, here we go. Gwyneth Paltrow is conceded making such grave mistakes with her Goop luxury lifestyle brand, CNBC has reported. After watching the trailer of Goop's upcoming Netflix series, The Goop Lab, some people see more ahead. The one minute trailer for the six part wellness series promises. <coughs> exorcisms, psychedelics, psychic mediums, and energy healing.
3: Oy. Mm-hmm.
0: What is wrong with
7: wants attention.
3: Well, you know why what it is? Yeah. Why exorcisms? But, but, I mean, I get energy healing. Right. And,
6: like exorcisms, that seems... I actually am glad this is coming out, and I'll, I'll tell you why. Because the next big scam, because there's, there's sectors of the wellness industry that are legit and very helpful, and then there's sectors that are snake oil. And... What Gwyneth Paltrow is selling is snake oil, and that has been proven over and over again by medical experts, and maybe this will expose it for what it is. So let this come out and let all these rich people realize they have been sold a bridge that doesn't exist.
0: Yeah, it, it's an amazing, amazing story. What the, You know, you look at her mother, who's one of the most talented actresses ever born. I love Blythe Danner.
10: Yeah, she's good.
0: She's so good. And Gwyneth had a very promising career, and then all of a sudden she gave birth to an apple, another fruit, I'm sure, at some point. But isn't her kid's name Apple?
9: Apple
0: and Moses. Jeez. Mm. Yeah, thanks, Mom. (laughs) Thanks. Thanks (laughs) a lot for that, Mom. My name is Apple. I don't get it. I don't really understand it at all. Uh, The most horrifying thing about this uh, is the word lab, which implies some sort of science, which goop has nothing to do with. (laughs) Well, there is that. Yeah, she's just—I don't know. She's she's an she's an odd duck, don't Didn't you? Didn't she think? just
9: show up in a see-through gown somewhere too?
0: is oh, that Gwen? I, I
9: think. Well,
6: Wasn't we it? were watching it. I said, "Oh my God, that is like poop color. It's like a brown, like baby diarrhea color." And then it was like uh, all uh, like that naked dress.
4: Ah. Uh,
0: Okay, there are four women on the show, and there are only three men on the show, so gird your loins, women, because this is one of the quotes (laughs) that Do women
9: have loins? I guess we do. Women have a loin, absolutely. The fruit of my loins? (laughs) Oh, yeah.
0: (laughs) Okay, you ready for this next line? This is the last one I'm reading because I can't read any more of this. You ready? Yeah. Gwyneth Paltrow said, and I quote... Oh, wait a minute. Uh, This is from a tweet... To Gwyneth Paltrow. Hmm. Every episode goes into a different vagina to leave jade eggs, crystals, and healing energies. What? <laughs> what? Every what? The hell does that mean? I don't know. Does anyone know what that means?
9: No. Say it again. Maybe she's mm-hmm. on psychedelics.
0: she's trying to line well,
5: her chakras. Yeah, she sure is. <laughs> she, yes, yeah, she's lining
0: her chakras.
5: I don't know if there chakras what? up there. She, she said... <laughs>
3: I am, like, all oh, about you? energy healing and, like, chakras, and I am, like, super into all that stuff. But she takes it to a point where it's like, okay. Uh-huh. She can't,
9: yeah, she makes a parody of
0: it.
3: Yeah. Well, that's she what makes, and I say about yeah. you. I, I know <laughs> you do. I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure most people think I'm but ridiculous, but whatever.
0: Okay, here's the line again. Every episode goes into a different vagina to leave jade eggs, crystals, and healing energies. So, do they in actually the put
3: a what?
4: Like,
0: yeah. is it, like, is it getting left in there? I'm very
5: confused. Like it it a I'm in there? Right.
9: Well, That's a jade egg a would work. <laughs> Metaphorical um, feminism. What else thing? are you sticking up there?
3: Crystals, crystals. Who
9: oh, that? I, I know it. that there are
3: crystal dildos. That's like a thing. Of course, yeah, uh, there is. What? Yeah. what? Yes, it's, yeah. it's weird. Hey,
0: it's Alex, a thing. Alex, what? Alex, this do not use the show. word dildo in front of Tevin. <laughs> <Not correct. laughs> it's well, very
3: you're talking about putting crystals up vaginas. That's I'm what triggered. that is. Well, I heard about the egg part. <laughs> I just' know what that is. <laughs> they,
8: people use it for Kegel exercises. They would put it up there, hold oh, yeah, yeah, it up yeah. there, and then push it out. Just Don't feel like
5: why. I miss the good old days. <laughs> <laughs>
9: it's amazing what we can do. <laughs> why? I miss the good old days. What? Well, you know they're going to be putting it up their other hole soon. So, oh, just a matter good. of time. Ah. <laughs> well,
8: you know it's going <laughs> to happen. Well, there, I see the Anything people can do.
5: <laughs> no, I'm, yeah, yeah. So, gonna Catherine, do it. I think you've, you're like into a business idea. You can get ahead of the market. You know? Yeah. <laughs>
9: You mean you haven't put this up your ass yet?
0: What? <laughs> What's wrong, What's wrong you with you? It's, it's all trendy? over
9: Instagram.
10: Call me old-fashioned.
0: <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's a good point. Just call me old-fashioned and everything else. All right, we have to continue on in Hollywood, Kristen. I'm sorry, but... Uh, well, you know what? We've only got a couple minutes left in this segment, so I'm going to wait till the, for, till the next segment so we can bring up another topic out of Hollywood. Do you think Hollywood is learning anything from all this, Kristen?
6: No. Uh, from oh, wellness sorry. or from <laughs> Harvey Weinstein or...
0: <laughs> from everybody, from people making fun of them constantly because no. they're such idiots. have been doing that I for don't know, decades. We
6: make fun of Washington, D.C. the same way. So Which we should, not.
0: by the way. We should make fun of Washington, D.C. even more than Hollywood.
6: Yeah. and Some I feel of the like things they, they say into, now... I think they get
0: into a kerfuffle more than Hollywood does. Um, yeah, you're probably oh god, I yes. So I think
9: Washington is just a big old stage. It's just a big old theater.
4: It
6: just yeah, it you is. know just it doesn't is.
9: have it doesn't have audiences in seats, it's just on TV. You think so that's
6: political theater as I keep saying, I'm like all it is is political theater. It
9: really is.
0: I am going to call Gwyneth Paltrow later today and leave a message on her answering machine that just goes like this. Lick me. What do you think?
9: Yeah. She would she might love get that.
0: What do, what, what do you mean? It's from the movie The Exorcist. She talked about exorcism. That's from the movie The Exorcist. Maybe
9: she wouldn't put that together. Why
0: not? Yeah, yeah, exactly. I think it was a verbal probably be assault. Like, Just what a weird
5: guy. She <laughs> doesn't come across as a person yeah. putting things together very well.
10: Yeah. yeah.
0: Your mother does exorcism. something in hell, but I there's, can't say it
5: on the show. There's
3: a priest in Minnesota that's one of the only people in the yep. U.S. that does exorcisms.
5: Yeah, yeah he travels the Where's world. It? Wow! wow. Really? So So where's he live? It's
3: only one left. He used to be a teacher live? at St. Thomas. He was Dan's teacher.
0: What? Wow. Huh. Yeah. yeah. What did he teach? Religi- philosophy. R- religion, philosophy, religion,
3: philosophy, theology. Philosophy. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Spanish. <laughs>
0: Drive the demons out. He travels
3: travels all over the world doing exorcisms. And Dan had a Wiccan in his class, and I guess the teacher, like, went off on her. Uh, Of course. He was like, I know you think you're being interesting, but, like, you don't even know what you're dealing (laughs) with here. He's He's like, I've literally seen the devil, and you don't need to be, like, playing around with it. I'm not signing up for that
5: class. Yeah. There is no way in hell that I'm <laughs> going to Dan, no. Dan was in his
3: class. He oh. said it was great. He said he was a great guy. But yeah, exorcisms. Mm. Good
0: rise up, demons. <laughs> yeah.
3: No, I don't, know. don't.
0: Or don't rise up, <laughs> don't demons. Don't stay no. in Washington okay. where
3: you belong. <laughs> Oh
8: my
0: oh, God! Stay really. steady, demons. How about that? <laughs>
8: yeah. What is that funky smell? <laughs> no, not about it.
0: Like, what is that funky <laughs> smell? All oh, that racket upstairs is the girl crazy. <laughs> One of the greatest Richard Pryor bits I of know. all time, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> It all works out in the end. How about mm-hmm. the fact that Greta Thunberg is now in an argument with Meatloaf? <laughs> did, did you hear I love it.
8: He's going vegan, but he refuses to change his name. Oh
0: my gosh. Tofu Loaf? Yeah. Tofu Loaf. <laughs> Tofu Loaf. Tofu loaf. Yeah. Tof loaf. Tof loaf. I like Tofu Loaf.
3: Beyond Meatloaf. Yeah. He's going Beyond. vegan. Why? I don't know. It so why vegan? is. He, oh, it's like a dream. I'll it say, if he be... changes
5: his name, he could probably get a hell of an endorsement deal from, like, yeah, Impossible. Beyond Ball, or, like, oh, absolutely. They should totally
9: be on Meatloaf. Totally.
0: Yep. Oh, Beyond absolutely. Meatloaf's a great name.
9: Yeah, That's what I just said three times.
0: No, I'm saying it's a Hello. great name. We're
9: agreeing with you. <laughs> yeah, we're agreeing oh. with you,
0: you, big baby. I thought
9: everybody was, yeah, taking, everybody's I thought Tom to me. was taking credit as usual.
0: Yes, Yes, I once said, "Tom, you're a jackass." No, wait a minute—that was Catherine that said that, not me.
9: That's—you went too far.
0: Oh, yeah. Okay. It's
9: Jude's birthday.
0: Happy it is Judy's birthday, birthday.
9: Jude. He's six years old. Do You believe years old.
0: it? Judy is already six. The oldest yeah,
9: man for all the. All the podcast listeners that have, you know, remember him as a puppy coming oh, yeah. into we, the studio and
7: farting up the back, a storm. You
9: know. I have a puppy.
8: Yeah.
7: yeah, we got him right around the same time as the podcast started, so. Yeah. He's, yep. he's been around since the beginning.
9: We
8: got yeah, a puppy. Every
9: time. No? Every, oh. Oh, no, yeah, I'm that's just, right. I saw him. It's super cute.
8: Yeah, he's five months old. He's um, He's got PTSD about going outside, so it's been tricky potty yeah. training because he was mm. hit by a car like four months oh, or a month ago. Oh. And what happened oh, was the my. people who owned him, they just brought him to the vet and left him there. So then the shelter, because yeah, they didn't want to flip the bill. So they, the shelter took him in and then a rescue took him in. So he's like paranoid going outside. So it's been tricky trying to potty train him. Oh. Yeah. but um,
3: Lots of positive reinforcement and treats. Yes. Treats are <laughs> way I got to Bella a dog's to, heart. Yeah, that's how I got Bella to potty train was lots of treats. But then she was so freaking smart that she would just like, pretend to go outside, <laughs> go out and come back in oh, yeah. for a treat like 30 it. times exactly. a day. Oh no yeah. she, she'd go out and pop a squat and not do anything yeah. <laughs> just like, <laughs> that expect a treat. That's what I'm doing. Now treat me. Now treat me. Yeah. No yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm like she goes to the either she has a bladder infection or she's a genius. <laughs> <No. laughs> she's a complete
9: scam artist
3: is what yeah. she was. Hundred percent.
0: Uh Alex, yes, I want you to know that, that uh you and your your cohorts were very, very successful in driving uh, Dean Foods out of business, the number one milk producer. My Dean cohorts. Foods, uh, and now, of course, your cohorts and you have driven Borden out of business.
8: What?
4: Know Elsie what the is.
0: Cow. Remember, remember Elsie the Cow, Borden Milk? Nope. That one of sense. the top ten advertising icons of the 20th century belongs to a company that filed for bankruptcy on Monday. Borden Dairy Company is following in the footsteps of number one milk producer Dean Foods, which filed bankruptcy in November. CNN reports the company cited the burden of its debt load and pension obligations in its filing. But also pointed to the fact that, uh, well, larger industry issues like a 6% decrease in the amount of milk America has consumed since 2015. Only I'm six? surprised it's only a 6%. Yeah. Yeah. That seems much. Much. It seems low. Is uh, is Kristen back with us? Yep,
3: I
6: am.
0: Kristen,
9: how do you feel about dairy? <laughs>
6: <laughs> um, I don't drink milk. I never really have. Me um, and I, you know, if I'm doing cereal, it's almond milk. I'm just trying to think. Like I, but I eat cheese and ice cream. And butter's but, delicious. I mean, milk is just not a part of my daily diet.
0: <laughs> Mine either, It never has been. By the way. Milk no, has never neither. been a big part of my life.
9: Uh, was when I was a kid. That's yeah. all anybody drank.
0: Yeah, most people is probably true. Yeah. So somebody, uh, I do want to, I do want to talk about Harvey Weinstein. But before we do that, somebody told me that apparently Greta Thunberg tried to tell a joke and people got really offended. But I'm looking for it, but I can't find the joke. Does anybody? Wait,
5: she's that angry little know girl, right? Yep. Yep. Yeah. The, the yeah, Yeah. She's, little yeah. This, she's,
3: she's, a, she's, she's a screaming girl. She's yeah. an autistic. Girl. And she, oh, is she? Yeah, no, I feel bad. She autistic.
5: Way Actually, to go. go. I take it back. I yeah. don't. Yeah. I'm not going to treat her
0: special.
3: <laughs> she got <doesn't> to <laughs> be angry. No.
0: I got by with the you people. Did you hear that? It was wonderful. I snuck it in. I,
5: mean, I heard it, but I was going to let it We're going to let it slide.
0: It's only Tuesday.
1: Yeah, I can't Kevin's find used the story. To
0: yeah, Does anybody know what angry. the joke was? Well, <laughs> I that's don't know. true. That's very, very true. <laughs> I don't know. Does anybody have any idea what the joke was that she told no. that people were offended by? Because it was up here, but now it's gone. So I don't know. Uh... I
9: have been blissfully unaware of these things
0: Oh, huh, Greta, she's only, she just turned 17, though, you know. She's no longer 16. She's now uh, 17 years old. I
9: just... Those parents should be
0: I couldn't agree more. Jailed. All right, well, as we're talking about Harvey Weinstein, which is... Why is it, by the way, that, that your brother, Harvey, has a different last name than you? Kristen.
4: No, <laughs>
0: oh, jeez. <laughs> she just starts laughing. You're used to me now, after all these years. I, you're finally used to what the things that is I that say. Is that your brother, well, I, Troy I'm, I'm
6: Troy just to get, like, off? all worked up. Like, he's not my brother. Uh, no, he's not. Um, I was like, we've talked so much about my brother, people even know that, too. But, uh... I, you know, I've been watching this because, you know, yesterday was the start of his New York trial. There's jury selection right now. And at the same time, Los Angeles decided to file charges on the same day. So he was in a lot Ooh. of the headlines. Um, he also just had back surgery, so he's walking around with a walker. Uh-huh. Um, I oh, feel like he's kind of broke it a little bit, probably. I'm sure the back injury hurts, but at the same time, um, I feel like Phil Cosby did the same thing. I'm blind yes. now. yeah. <laughs>
0: I can't see a thing. I remember, honestly, and I'm not kidding you, it was just a few months before he was popped. Catherine and Alex and I met Bill Cosby backstage and spent some time with him, took a picture with him, all the rest of it. it like years before. And I'll never forget.
3: And we the, didn't even get roofied.
9: The day before Rufy, he no. was arrested.
5: On his way to trial. Yeah, years
3: and years.
0: Well, back. I I was feeling a little woozy after we left, but I don't know why, but you know. <laughs> no experimental Cosby He
9: did have his lazy eye on you.
0: But you you have to understand
9: wouldn't
3: have been the one to drug in that
0: situation. I understand that was a joke. That's why I said <laughs> it. Didn't it. work though. anyway. Moving. <laughs> oh, the joke just didn't work. Yeah. I'm sorry, Dad. That's but the why joke I'm
7: trying to tell you. Cosby yeah. just drugged yeah. the entire flat.
0: audience at once. Yeah. Just to just really gases yeah. cover yeah. The yeah. his bases, yeah. increase the odds. Well, I will tell you, Bill Cosby was one of my heroes my entire life. I I, I only got to meet him that one time. I loved Bill Cosby. Right. So we take the picture, Catherine, Alex and I take a picture with Bill Cosby and as we're about to leave he he turns to Catherine and says, "Well, now you have something to put on your Christmas cards."
3: Did he? Don't you remember he I said feel like
11: that
10: he to didn't you? Say that.
0: Oh, he definitely said that. This is the too?
3: first time I've ever heard of this, and I was there. So
0: you were there. He said, "Now you have something to put on your Christmas card." No, no. how did didn't. you guys admit that? You didn't,
3: make, you didn't make the card,
9: Bill. Sorry.
0: No, you didn't make the card. You did make it to prison, though, and you're never getting out. So you know, there you go. All right. So the hashtag Me Too movement was born of sexual misconduct and assault allegations against Harvey Weinstein from dozens of women. Now, Kristen, before I continue with this story or just turn it over to you to talk about this, I cannot believe the names of these women that this prick has gone after. It's amazing. Have Is it you all seen all of it? them? Is Kristen gone again?
6: Uh, no, I'm here. It's, it's hard to hear. Oh. When everyone talks, it gets really fuzzy.
0: All right, so shut up, everybody. Anyway, uh, I just want to get your take on that whole deal, uh, this, this Harvey Weinstein thing, uh, the list of women that, that he forced himself on, whether you know grabbing them or actually raping them, or whatever. I cannot believe every big star in Hollywood. Have you yeah, seen I mean, it?
6: it really every, and you think about sort of the golden years with the Weinstein Company. Um, and the successes that they had. He pretty much, every single female that sort of passed through one of his films was in some way um, terrorized by Harvey Weinstein, whether it was sexual harassment, verbal harassment, um, sexual assault. It really is a huge list and, and a very recognizable list.
0: Oh, I, I could... They, they, they printed the list in the... Uh on the, on the uh, website, and I couldn't believe it. The, the, I mean, everybody from Angelina Jolie to, I mean, it's it, the only one I when didn't see Haltero on the list was Meryl Streep.
6: You know, Rose yeah, I mean, you can go on and on and on. Annabella Shiora, I mean, they are, it's horrific because he thought he could do it to anyone because he believed it is power. And guess what? He did have that power for a very long time. Yeah,
0: sounds like it. I don't know I, I just I do love the fact and I did ask someone this morning I can't remember who it was. I think it might have been uh, Mordahl, but I said when we when we go to uh, Key West in a month, I want you to do me a favor. When I walk out on uh, on the you know the set of the the uh, morning show, when I walk out to the table, I want to have a walker and then I want you to hold my left arm like I need to be stabilized. There, you know, if he's going to play for it, I'm going to do this. Did you see how bent over he was when he went into ended court?
6: Yes. And, you know, what's no. interesting is that a lot of people who have used walkers are literally like, that is, like, the dime store version of a walker. I know that there's more. <laughs> <laughs> you went to Walgreens? You went yeah. To Walgreens they're literally, to like, it, it, you know, it has little tennis balls on the end, and they're like, that's the one you get. I mean, like the super, super cheap one, not the, you know, medical insurance approved one. And I'm sure he has medical insurance.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I I don't know. The whole thing is just so disgusting to me. You know what I mean?
6: Yeah. Well, it is. And the fact that it went on so long. and, And guess what? We're dealing with it again with Jeffrey Epstein. And we'll never get the whole story because they killed him. Or he committed suicide, whatever you want to believe. But... Um, there's so many high-powered people involved in that
0: story. Uh, it's disgusting, too. Yeah, I, I, first of all, maybe the guys, Andy, uh, you know, Tevin, uh, uh, d- do you understand why guys feel that they can force themselves? What is that about forcing yourself on a woman that these guys enjoy so much? Power. It's just a power thing?
5: Yeah, it's got to because it's not like... It can't be a pleasant experience, like, hearing somebody, like, scream no or, like, start crying. Like, that has no... That's, like, well, that's a turn-on for you? Like, that's that's such a bizarre and foreign concept. so weird. Like, you have something mentally wrong with you.
0: Yeah, there's no question about that. I I, I just... I don't know, man. Uh, The whole thing... Looking at this guy now, here's here's what I understand. So you're phenomenally wealthy, you're extremely powerful, you're very famous, but that's not enough power. You also have to force yourself on right. women, and, and like cause no. the that's name so weird,
5: and the list of names that like you were saying, like they're all like prominent, like very popular names. And oh, it's yeah. like when you're Harvey Weinstein or anybody, when you hear about with professional athletes and stuff, it's like naturally you're in a position of power where you shouldn't have to be. Like putting yourself in that position where you're forcing yourself on somebody, like all the yeah. people that would love to be in a relationship with you or something like that, like, and you still choose to go and force yourself on people, it's
0: unacceptable. Yeah.
9: Well, we go to war over people that are hungry for power, so yeah, it's this true. Is...
0: No, you're absolutely right about that. So I don't know. Do you think? Do you think that era is now pretty much over, Kristen? Because because everybody's under the microscope now. Do you think? that men will now behave in hollywood for at least no. a while
6: no i mean there's, really? there's plenty of no i don't honestly because uh, there's a generation that's that's accustomed to it and i've i've heard older older men um who've worked in the industry a long time saying no one can take a joke anymore and i'm like it never was a joke to begin with on certain things when it comes to sexual harassment um yeah and, and, and so you still have that. And then, of course, there's going to be people that pass it on to their kids and there's, or there's going to be people that just are so consumed by the power. Um, even if you're under a microscope, it's still going to happen. It's just that I think a lot of women feel empowered to speak up. I think a lot of men feel empowered to speak up for women and help them out. And I think that is helping the situation a lot.
0: Yeah, I just, uh, what amazes me about all of that is, so not one of these women has a father or a brother or a cousin that would go visit Mr. Weinstein and say, hey, guess who's not going to have any teeth when I leave?
6: I don't think a lot of people you know, told don't... anyone. It's so embarrassing. Really oh, yeah,
0: painful. yeah, I suppose. Yeah, that makes I mean, It shouldn't be. It was not your fault. You shouldn't be ashamed of anything or feel uncomfortable other than the fact that he did it to you. And going after No,
6: but I think bastard. the more we talk about it, the more, I mean, the more, and I know people are like, I just don't want to talk about this topic anymore, but the more we expose it, honestly, the less shame you feel. Um, yeah. And I, I know that empowers some people to, to put other people on blast on social media, and I don't think that's the, you know, strategy. But if you do have the ability to go to your HR department or your union mm-hmm. or whatever those steps are to, you know, nip this in the bud, that's important. And then, if it doesn't happen, put it put them on blast on social media.
0: <laughs> and, and I think- oh, okay. Well, we, we could do that absolutely. You can, if no, one, if
6: no one else is listening to you and no one else is taking the proper steps in in your HR department or whatever, then I put them on blast because that's fair.
9: I agree.
0: Yeah, it makes total sense. One of the what, that was a great hour. i you a lot a lot of great input from you on that one because you're so close to all this stuff, whether it be the Golden Globes or Harvey Weinstein or you know go down the list. So great take. Have a magnificent week, and we'll talk to you next week.
6: Sounds good. Thank you.
0: Thank you, my dear. Kristen Burt, ladies and gentlemen, we will be back with Hour 2 with the family. Dougie, what's new at my favorite Nissan stores?
2: Well, now that everybody's back from vacation, we can finally get to work.
0: And plus the fact, I hang out with you, so you got to be a good guy (laughs) if I'm hanging out with
1: you. Uh, Maybe. (laughs)
0: Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. Moving soon, Tom Bernard here with my friend John Schwartz, co-owner of AAA Movers, local and family-owned, since 1964. John, you and your staff do a lot more than just move. Tommy, Um, we do. We move residential and commercial. Local
5: and long distance, folks love our decluttering service, especially if you want to stage a home for a sale. We can store your belongings while in between homes, junk hauling with junk luggers, including a service for items you wish to donate to the less fortunate. And if you need to move your car, we do that too, and at a great price. Can it get any better? Yes, it can. Mention Tom Bernard or KQ, and you'll receive a free moving box kit with every move. And you'll save 50 bucks off junk removal with junk luggers.
0: Your move is always triple guaranteed with AAA Movers. That's their price guarantee, safety guarantee, and satisfaction guarantee. Call 612-588-MOVE or online at aaamovers.com. AAA Movers. You may not move every day, but they do. We are back, ladies and gentlemen, with the family. Dr. Judith, ready to go? Yes. Excellent. Dr. Judith Orloff, thriving as an empath, 365 days of self-care for sensitive people. Doctor, you've got a hell of a job ahead of you because everybody's sensitive now. Don't you think?
10: Hello?
0: Can she not hear me? Hello, doctor. How are you? Hi. uh,
10: the, The volume is very low.
0: Mm-hmm. All right, Andy. Is there anything you can do about that to make sure that she can uh, yeah. she can hear me?
10: You can. It's a little oh, bit right. better. Do you want to try me on myself?
0: Andy, what do you want to do?
10: Yeah, he's making
8: a quick adjustment.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay, he's just gonna make a quick adjustment. Doctor Judith Orloff, I'll, I will read the descriptor, and by that time, we'll be ready to go. Okay. Dr. Judith so very static and um, unclear.
10: Hmm.
0: Sounds okay, like we need a different to, line. We're going to have to get a different yeah. line then. We'll, uh, All right. Thanks.
8: Um, we can uh, <clears throat> try and give her a call on her cell phone to see if it's a better
10: connection. Okay. 310 wait, You're on the
8: air, Judith. <laughs> wait, I do have yeah. your cell number. We'll give you a call on that.
0: There you go. That'll work. All right. Just let me know when we're ready to go. Um, Andy, is this a problem we're going to have in the future a lot? I don't see why, but
7: I mean, some people's yes, phones just don't day. work
0: very well. Mm-hmm. Well, that's true. That mm. is true. What do you want? So, yeah, let me know what the situation <laughs> what is. Dr. Ju- Dr. Judith Orloff offers 365 days of self care meditations, reflections, and journaling suggestions as daily inoculations against stress and overwhelm. But the problem, and I'm, I really want to talk to her about this because some people bring it upon themselves.
3: No, she's I, talking I about, about she's talking about highly sensitive people, like people that and empaths are people that feel other people's emotions.
4: Mm-hmm. So
3: she's talking that, about and like people that are sensitive to light and sound, not sensitive to like oh I am you said what you said offended me. Not, not oh, that
0: type okay, of sensitive. Yeah. So yeah, like just light,
8: light. i I'm an empath. I absorb everybody's energy and their emotions. And, and I tell you, but living in today's world where everyone is angry all the time, it makes you a better person if you're an empath. I, I'm it's... an
3: empath, I think, and I'm... I'm... <laughs> It's hard. The least, bitterly emotional. I'm, yes. yeah, I'm highly sensitive and an empath. You can be both. Like if Dave is yes. stressed out
8: about work, I get stressed, and I don't even know why I'm stressed.
3: Oh yeah. And then it's because I. And it's hard to <laughs> it's hard to react to other people's emotions with like. This sounds weird, but with empathy, because it's like if Dan's yeah like stressed out about something, then I'm like. Super stressed out about it, where I should be, you know, like, oh, what's wrong? How can I help? Mm -hmm. What do you need? It seems like you need some time to yourself or something like that. But instead, I get in, like, a big frenzy. Yeah. (laughs) I totally get it. Yeah.
7: Totally get it.
0: Dr. Orloff should be back on. Dr. Judith Orloff, how are you?
10: I'm fine. How are you doing?
0: Is that better now?
10: Good. The 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 connection's good? So the,
0: the, the phone line's a lot better?
10: Um,
3: not really.
0: Oh dear. Hey. Uh, can you hear? I want you want you guys talk to her and see if she can hear you.
3: Can you? Do,
10: do we sound good? Uh, it's very staticky and breaking up. Hmm. I wonder what's going on.
0: Well, we're going to have to reschedule then because she can't do an interview if it's all staticky and breaking up. Oh, no, so, I can, so if I we can could... do it.
10: I can do it. I can. Oh, you me. can
0: do it. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So you understand my problems. Thank you very much. <laughs> Great to be here. <laughs>
10: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> Dr. Judith Orloff, thriving as an empath, 365 days of self-care for sensitive people. Today, with its increasing speed pressures and hyperconnectivity, society can stress out even the steeliest among us, but for really sensitive, empathic people, at least 20% of people, one out of five people, it's more challenging and too often the result is exhaustion, burnout, or even illness. We were just talking while we were redialing you, doctor, that... Uh, a lot of people now, and my daughter Alex, who's with us, our daughter Alex is with us, and she was talking about, you know, sensitivity to light and sensitivity to sound. Where what, what are the borders for, um, for being an empath? Because it's not really about uh, you hurt my feelings. It's, you're just sensitive to pretty much everything, right? Uh,
10: well, empaths are sensitive to light, sound, smell, energy, touch, environment. Um, They need a lot of alone time. They love nature. They're extremely creative and intuitive and deep and loving, Um, but they tend to be emotional sponges and absorb other people's emotions into their own bodies. I mean, if somebody's angry or somebody's sad, you might start feeling that way. And so I wrote Thriving as an Empath so that people can have one-page daily self-care techniques So they stop absorbing other people's stress and are able to center themselves more. And also empaths tend to be very giving, and they tend to overgive and exhaust themselves. So there are also techniques on how not to do that, how to give in healthy ways rather than becoming a martyr, which is what many empaths do and then walk around exhausted all the time.
0: Yeah, I, you know, what's interesting about that is I don't really consider myself to be an empath. Do you think I'm an empath, Catherine? I think no. you are
3: in some ways, yes. He's a, Emotionally, he, I think you are. I think he's a highly sensitive person, but not an empath.
0: Not an empath? I don't think so. But um, and it. the reason I even bring that up, Dr. Orloff, is the fact that some people, I think, try to try to convince themselves that they're empaths, and they really aren't. They just like to feel like a victim. Do you think that's part of And I'm not talking about real sometimes, empaths feeling you victimized. Know, you know, sometimes. Yeah.
10: But if you want to be, find out if you're an empath, you can take this very simple 20-question self-assessment test that I have in the beginning of the book where you just answer 20 questions, and you can self-diagnose yourself as an empath. So, you know, it's very important, you know, to take that quiz, and I give all my patients that quiz. And so it, it's not rocket science to define yourself as an empath. There's certain qualities. Okay that we all share. I'm a psychiatrist in Los Angeles, and I'm also an empath. And it's it's just full of many, many gifts. I don't want to make it sound like being an empath is a victim, as you just said. It's an empowered empath. is somebody who's empathic and loving and centering, but can have clear boundaries with people. So they're not doormats, you see. So empaths need to learn certain self-care skills. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they can flourish. I mean, I personally believe empathy is the trait that will save the world. I do. Mm -hmm. I think that's the missing element. Even if you don't like someone to try and understand and feel where they're coming from, so you can at least reach some kind of compromise. And so empathy allows us to do that. Empathy means the opening of the heart. And with being an empath, empaths have open hearts But they're often afraid to keep them open Because of so much uh, stimulation coming in so fast And they go on sensory right. overload So that's the problem And these self-care techniques in thriving as an empath Will help combat that, which is so useful
9: um, I can't help thinking that while you're talking That it sounds like motherhood <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
10: exactly <laughs> it, it is that's beautiful it, it is it, and you know there's a chapter in the book on empathic children and raising empathic children and being empathic parents because as a parent you need to learn how to set clear boundaries and model healthy boundaries and empaths. that's one of the main self-care skills that they, they learn because when you have healthy boundaries your children learn to do that and they're just not running wild all over the place um, you know, not knowing what's a healthy boundary. So as parents, if you could embody that, that's really a powerful gift to give to your children.
0: I think that's wonderful. I, is it a problem for empaths now? Because when I just sit and watch uh, television or read the newspapers or listen to the radio or any of these things, um, there's a pervasiveness of lying to the people now to get them to watch your TV show or listen to your <laughs> radio station or What about all that lying that goes on? Do empaths have a really tough time with that?
10: They do because empaths are very intuitive, and and we can sense when somebody's, you know, lying or when someone's not telling the full truth or a half truth. You can feel it; it just feels off. It just feels off, and and, and you know it. Something doesn't feel good inside yourself. And all the empaths out there who are listening, you have to trust that. You have to trust, at least be cautious. If you get, you know, your gut's telling you something's not right, um, you at least go slow with the person, you know, because your body is very intelligent, and there's the enteric nervous system in the gut, which means you have neurotransmitters in the gut, just like the brain, which transmit messages, and empaths are very in touch with their gut. So, but the problem is they sometimes discount their gut feelings, and they... Go ahead with something, oh. even if it doesn't feel right, and that's because of death.
0: Mm-hmm. That is pretty much for everybody, though, isn't it? And I understand why empaths would have a bigger problem, but, but yeah, I um, boy, there's so many questions I like to ask you about this, doctor. But I don't want to get all political about it. But I, I just, I just want to use an example how how an empath would handle this. Okay. Uh, of course, the, situa- the situation with Iran, where uh, Khomeini, <laughs> well, he panel. was killed. <laughs> No, the only reason I bring it up is because we're just talking about the news media lying a lot. And there was a a, one of the major networks reported up to 30 Americans had been killed. And now we find out today that was not true, that zero Americans or Iraqis were killed. Why? Why are they allowed to do that to the people of America? Unless, you know, people have been killed. Why would you report it? And why are they allowed to just lie to people to try to get them to view for, for even longer? Does that really well, affect empathy? I think a our lot?
10: society is in the midst of a total reevaluation and yeah. you know the yep. the opposite of empaths and this is an important theme I talk about in the book too is the narcissist. Right. And the narcissist has empathy deficient disorder, which means the full blown narcissist, which means they don't have the empathy or the conscience to, you know, do the right thing basically. So lying is nothing to them. You know, they don't have God, that amazing. same this doesn't feel good. You know, I'm not being a good person here by lying. No, they don't have mm-hmm. that inside. And so they just do anything. So it, it's an important lesson on narcissism, what's going on in our world today, and the, the dangers and the lethality of narcissism, and the reason to develop your empathy even more. Because in the Bible there's a, there's a quote, the meek will inherit the earth. And the meek mm-hmm. is I don't like the word meek, but it's translated as sensitive. You know, the sensitive mm-hmm. will inherit the earth. And that means that people with hearts, with empathy, who care, who have consciences, you know, can rule the earth, they can share the stewardship of the earth because of their hearts. And that as a psychiatrist to me is the most important point, you know, if, if we want to evolve as a species and personally is to develop our empathy and hearts and the reason i wrote thriving as an empath was to help the sensitive over the, the humps that they might experience you know over the you know absorbing other people's energy being demolished by the news and not knowing what to do about it because being overstimulated not knowing how to set boundaries so each day from january first to december thirty first offers you very easy read and self-care strategies, and inspirations to get through that day to overcome some of the hazards of being an empath. And as an empath, I read my book all the time because I follow what, what I preach, and it's very, very, very helpful. That's all I can say. It's like a, a guide. It lifts you up if you're going down. You know, it, it helps you maintain your faith if you're, you're losing it. And that's a very important resource,
0: I think. One of the one of my favorite things about about the world, Doctor uh, Orloff. If I could just take him one second, were you a Monty Python fan at all? Um, no,
10: I mean I, I I missed that scene.
0: Okay, but the only reason I bring it up because they were a very very funny troupe of guys from England, and one of their scenes in one of their <laughs> movies was uh, a sermon going on, which they ran down the you know the eight beatitudes. They ran all these things down, and the man stands up and says the the meek shall inherit the earth and they go to one of the guys in the crowd and he goes oh he's making it up as he goes along <laughs> Which I was, that was very very funny <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs>
10: yeah.
4: One of the well, greats- i'm a big fan of
10: the meek i'm a big fan of the downtown yes. and the, the outlaws and the people who are different that you know the people who don't fit in the mold you know the people who you know, I've been called, you know, um, outsiders. That's what, you know, empaths usually have been called. And I, I certainly was as a child and growing up. And I am a big fan and proponent of all these people. And I encourage you all to embrace your sensitivities and deal with the harder stuff. Deal with the challenges and learn these self-care techniques so that you could be empowered and live fully in your power. The problem with empaths is when they're not in their power they tend to go in their houses with their animals and never want to come out they feel overwhelmed and exhausted all the time and you don't have to feel that way you know i that's what I'm telling everyone and I also have a Facebook support group with 15,000 empaths on it and it's, it's a way to dialogue with kin- kindred souls and know that you're not alone so empaths often feel alone and strange and they've been called names and shamed as children, especially boys, you know, who are called sissies or crybabies or you know, don't want to do video games so they're not part of the crowd, you know, all that. Right. Just know there are so many people out there like you, you know, in terms of a, an empath family and people you can relate to. You're not alone. And, you know, I hope the book can bring people together so that they can really develop their gifts and know what a precious gift your empathy and your sensitivities are.
0: I think it's wonderful. And Dr. Orloff, I will say this. Uh, you practice what you preach. I really admire that. An example of that is at the very beginning of this interview, you couldn't hear us very well. We uh, recalled you and couldn't hear us any better. But instead of going, ah, you know, this is not working for me. It's too much of a pain. You went, no, 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 I can do this. I can, I can handle my end of it. I can't hear you all well. but I... So uh, gi- giving a great example of not being impatient or if there's nothing, it, like no one could control that line, not being that good, but you handled it very well. I love people who offer great examples, not just advice.
10: Oh, thank you for noticing that. Um, yes, I, I pretty much flow, flow with things whenever I can. I don't fight reality, so... <laughs> you know, well that's good <laughs> Dr. Yeah,
0: Judith Orloff well, thank Arloff, you for the book noticing cool. that
10: that's
0: very nice oh, I appreciate it I think it's wonderful that you did it we need more prime examples about how you should act we need a lot more of that no yes. doubt Thrivings an Empath 365 Days of Self-Care for Sensitive People please come back and talk more about this we could get a, a cleaner line I would love line. to I love
10: your show
0: it's a great interview thank you're you doctor
10: you're welcome
0: Have a good day. We'll be back with the family. Tom here for Shift Real Estate. Last year, about this time when we were making plans for Key West, I met the folks from Shift Real Estate. And when I heard the Shift story, it made sense to me. Tom here with a question for you. Is there anything more important than your health? I want you to take control of your health like I did with Profile by Sanford. Developed by doctors and researchers, Profile is a wellness plan that takes the guesswork out of losing weight. You know what that's all about. Should I do this? Should I do that? Well, their certified health coaches are here to educate and motivate you. Profile is not a diet. It's about changing your nutritional habits so you can make healthier choices for life. In fact, I joined Profile recently. Danette is my coach, and she is the greatest, and I mean that, by the way. Keeps me in line, too. You know what I'm talking about. Anyway, she'll be with me every step of the way she has been so far. Profile has worked for thousands of people, and it will work for you, too. You should go to ProfilePlan.com to set up a free, no-obligation consultation. Mention KQRS for additional savings. ProfilePlan.com, promo code KQRS. That's ProfilePlan.com, keyword KQRS. Don't wait. Take control of your health with Profile today who doesn't love this song
9: oh, i love it it's the weirdest song when they it were writing weird. this
0: yes well it's true well
8: i'm sure drugs were involved
9: <laughs> the benefit of mr kite's pretty, pretty sure. weird this too. was
3: yeah
0: I'm guessing
9: there
3: were a couple of acid trips involved with this. Mm -hmm.
9: Although Paul
3: McCartney said, I hope that our fans don't do drugs and they meditate instead.
9: That was probably after his drug phase. Oh, it definitely was.
3: But I think it's interesting that he is telling people to meditate instead of doing drugs. And he did all the drugs. Well
0: i think it's wonderful also that you tell people to meditate now that you're worth a billion dollars it's really easy to meditate it's <laughs> so easy for anybody to
3: meditate if you just set up a practice <clears throat> i meditate every day i
0: thought i thought that dr judy orloff judith orloff was really really good i love the prime example instead of just coming on talking a good game she actually lives it and i really admire that i had a lot of things always
3: thought I
9: andy to... was an empath what yeah I always thought, yep, because well, Andy, you're definitely you're, an empath. Yeah, what? I, I really do. But the thing is, is that he doesn't it's not, care. I, well, no, that's not true. <laughs> oh, that's um, not I true. think what happens. I think males don't really value being empathetic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, that's not. I I, I would love like to talk to her longer because I was going to ask her about that. It seems like that. I would guess that mostly females believe that they're empaths and if a guy has those qualities he's probably burying them because it's not manly
8: (laughs) yeah yeah they become more reclusive and
9: and introverts yeah
8: because i I, i notice when like my empath tendencies have are on high alert i have a tendency to like be more of like that not helicopter mom but like i need to fix the problem i need to take care of it i need you know in a kind of tries to get me to refocus like when i like if i'm stressed out i clean or do things of that nature and i and it, like hardcore cleaning it's not like oh i'll just wipe the counter down but i you know that's how i deal with it like and try and re-sort, and it kind of centers me back to where i need to be
3: everybody's got their things that they go on to like autopilot
8: Yes, you know, it's like an autopilot thing, and you know, like if if something, if I'm stressed out about something, or if something happens, like my my goal is to fix the problem. That is like I hyper focus on that, and men are probably different in that sense. I, you know, and that's probably like a maternal thing as well yeah. for me. So I had to
3: be in a special class in elementary school because I couldn't <laughs> handle people <laughs> doing things. Yep. Friendship, Friendship class. Friendship class. I'd be in a class called Friendship what? Class. Yeah.
0: What is that?
3: Where, because I would get, like, I'd be in, I think it was first grade? I think so,
9: yeah.
0: Yeah.
3: Um, like, kids would be playing with Legos, and then a boy would steal a Lego from a girl, and I shut myself in a locker crying. Oh. <laughs> you no couldn't handle it. Because I was just like, why would he do that to her? Like, that's <laughs> not to somebody else like it's always i've always been very sensitive to other people's behavior and stuff and like dad how you were asking her you know what would an empath do about like the news and blah 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 blah. that's why i just Mm -hmm. don't pay attention to it and whenever you talk about whenever you talk about it i just shut down because i can't i can't i Mm -hmm. to me it's like ignorance is bliss seriously because i just cannot handle it yeah, because, like, well, all this stuff with Australian and stuff and all these pictures of these mm-hmm. animals and all this, I just, like, can't, I, I'm, like, I can't be on social media for a little while because it's just too hard for me and it's too hard for yeah. me. Like, so many news stories, you'll be like, you didn't know about that? And I'm like, because I can't. I can't hear all of it or else it will get too hard for me because, like, in college when I was having all those, like, day-long panic attacks and stuff like that and then I... Mm-hmm. I read a book called The Survival Guide of the Highly Sensitive Person and in that in the mm-hmm. beginning of that book I like you take a quiz and it tells you like on the scale of how sensitive you are and I'm very sensitive and then in that book it talks about you know things that you can do to help yourself and that's when I started meditating and that's been like an unbelievable mm-hmm. incredible yeah f- helpful thing for me because I was diagnosed with like an anxiety disorder and i was given prozac which i never took because i was like i'm just not comfortable with it and so then i found this book and then i've never had to take a medication for it and i don't consider myself an anxious person at all anymore Mm -hmm. and it's been well it's now i remember when you years or whatever
9: yeah i remember when you read that book you were like this completely life-changing for you
3: yeah because to me it was like It seriously did. It completely changed my life because to me, for when I was in college and having all these things, I was like, what's wrong with me? Why am I like this? Why do I have to be so sensitive? Why can't I just be normal? And then I read this book and it talked about how being a highly sensitive person is difficult sometimes, but you just have to know your triggers you know, like, are you hungry? Are you tired? Is it? Are you in a really bright room? Is somebody being too loud? Like, you have to know what triggers you. And then also know that being a highly sensitive person means you're more empathetic. Like, you care more than most people. You love harder than most people. Like, there's so many good qualities that come along with it. And so that, like, it just put a light on something that I didn't even realize about myself. And I was like, oh, like because I'm this way that means that I care about people more than most people and like that's a really good thing and all that stuff. So, yeah, it's it's very interesting and yeah, that book completely. Yeah. And her book sounds a lot it, like that book. Yeah, it just
9: it it would be interesting though. I mean, if most Guys, like you said, that dad isn't. I I think he's very sensitive.
3: No, I think he's a highly sensitive person for sure. He's absolutely a highly sensitive person, but I don't know about empath.
9: But like I said, that's not macho and dad like, you know, is...
0: But wait a minute! I I have a a question for you. (laughs) If I'm not empathetic to people, why have I given so much money back to coworkers? No, I'm not saying
3: that you're not empathetic. You're a very empathetic person
0: and very generous. And
3: very generous, absolutely. But I just because an empath is somebody that feels other people's emotions, and I don't know that.
8: Okay, you do
3: that. Maybe you do, and I don't know. But like I. But you're you're 100% no. a highly sensitive person okay, for Tom, sure. Have
8: you, have you ever walked in a room and just felt this anger funk hanging over and then come to find out maybe five minutes prior to you walking in that room, there was a huge fight between two people?
0: No, I, I wouldn't even notice that kind of thing. It's okay. That would, yeah. that
8: would be what an impact. They...
3: Yeah. Or like you just start talking to somebody and you just start feeling kind of like nervous and like weird. And you're just like, I just don't feel good. Just yeah. talking to like... Uh, somebody at a grocery store or something like that because mm-hmm. it's like they might be having a really hard day and then you're getting that from them and so you start feeling weird.
8: I can't go to the grocery store at like 5 p.m. in the evening. Oh, yeah. It's
3: horrible because yeah.
8: it's like the most stressful part of the yeah. day and I or like right through. before a Vikings game.
3: I've made that mistake oh. before.
8: And when you're an empath, you can feel everybody's stress levels, and then yeah. you're stressed out, and you just want to, like, by the time you get out to your car, you're ready to just, like, kill somebody. You're just like, Argh.
10: Yeah.
9: I and remember a friend oh. of mine had the same problem. She was, her her husband was, like, being, I don't know. They were going through some marital problems, and everything mm-hmm. was... Getting
0: really hard. Wait wait a minute. Wait a minute. It was not me. Marital problems. What are those? I didn't know what that
9: is. I know. Never heard of this. Every day.
0: (laughs) Never heard of marital problems.
9: And she she was actually going to a shrink, and her shrink told her that what she should do is cross her arms over her body, Mm -hmm. and basically give herself a physical barrier against Mm -hmm. the negative energy that was in the house all the time. Mm -hmm. So she could so she could cope with it. Yeah. Because she thought she was going to, she said, I'm pretty sure I'm going to just have an emotional nervous breakdown. I'm just going to be in the hospital because I I can't stand
3: it. Well, it's interesting, too, because it's like I think about everybody has sensitivities to certain things. Like at Sage's ECFE class, we were talking about sensitivities and like knowing the sensitivities that your children have, you know, like what sets them off. Like being in a really noisy area can trigger fawn into like a kind of a head spin or tailspin, and sage is really sensitive to light and so i was talking about this and nobody else in the class thought that their kids had any sensitivities to anything and i was like everyone has sensitivities to something and no the more the earlier you know that the better off you'll be because then you know because and it's not like oh I, sage is sensitive to light we have to keep him away from bright lights it's like that's not it it's we just know that Oh, we're in this bright room and he's acting really weird. It's because it's bright and he's not feeling okay right now. And that's Mm -hmm. just something you need to acknowledge, you know, rather than like, oh, he's just throwing a fit and being weird. It's like, oh, it's because he's overstimulated at this moment. And he has to sleep in a closet. He does have to sleep in a very dark. (laughs) He has to sleep in pitch black. (laughs) because he's so he sensitive does. to light, and like he goes outside and sneezes every single time because he's so sensitive to light so andy was Andy was like that as a baby, the sun was too sunny, mm-hmm. the world was too
9: noisy, yep, Yep. yep. I
7: remember I certain understand. times going down to Florida and it being so bright that I had to like just like look down covering yeah. my. Eyes with my hands. Yeah. And no one else was bothered by the light. But, like, to me, it was like it was so bright that you couldn't even see. But, and I never really figured out why that was.
10: It's just because you have a
3: light sensitivity. And the older I get, the more sensitive I get to light. Like, being a kid, I never remember being super sensitive to light. But now I get very sensitive to light especially at night like when all the lights in the house are on i'm like it's so bright and weird in here and this is we need to turn some lights off like if dan's not home i be- i have like one light in the house on
8: <laughs> candles going yeah we just need to yeah
3: we need to chill <laughs> out it's salt lamps and then <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, would people like you empaths would you be so you are deeply affected by the news and Hollywood and Absolutely. politicians lying.
8: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's very frustrating because you know they're lying, and you can sense that. Yeah, lying. even right. through the TV, I can, I can tell, mm-hmm. I can tell a person's personality and everything by just looking at a picture on
3: Facebook. Like I can sense. Oh yeah, there are sometimes where like I have one Facebook friend that she has a husband and every time she posts a picture of her husband i'm like he is a weird guy yeah, i do not like that guy it. never met him never spoken to him in my no. life and but I like his picture i'm just like i don't like him
8: yeah so like when i watch that's why i avoid the news because it makes me so frustrated and then i start absorbing that frustration that everybody's feeling about the news and the politicians and the lying and it's like it's almost <sighs> too much for me to take on because i feel like i'm putting the weight of the world on my shoulder yeah it's That's like what i get feels yeah, like. i
3: get like depressed and, and anxious yes. because of it because i like i don't get and everybody deals yeah. with it different like some people get angry some people get frustrated some people get whatever and i just get i like i, I can't think about things certain things too much or else i just go into this like kind of Frantic situation thinking about how well, heavy everything is and how tough stuff can be, and it's like that's not good for anybody.
9: Well, but a good life lesson for everybody, not only empathetic people, would be that you can only worry about what you can control. If mm-hmm. there's stuff that you can't control, oh, yeah, then this you can't control it, so you might as well just let it go.
0: Yeah, but I have a huge problem with that
3: because once again, I think that's a male. yeah the whole control thing and i think dad your biggest part of it is growing up you had no control over anything because your own dad was so out of control like your whole Mm -hmm. life was so out of control growing up and now you're just like i need control i need to be able to have everything like taken care of and because you grew up with none of that
0: well, if people would do what they say they're going to do, it would really help, but no one well, ever you does. You
3: can't well, control
9: I mean, people know, getting their stuff done. someone just
0: do what they're supposed to do? That'd be great.
9: Well, see, but that's, what, if you just let that go, yeah. you'll be a happier human being. Yeah.
0: I don't know uh, about that, but... Uh, <laughs> <clears throat>
9: You're wrong as usual. I'm not saying okay. that.
3: <laughs> All right.
0: Look, there was a statement that was going to be sent out by the radio station a couple of days ago, and I saw the statement. And said, you probably better change that because it makes it look like the chairwoman of the company doesn't know where we are. I said, what are you talking about? I said, the dateline on your news release says Minneapolis, Indiana.
9: Oh, oh <laughs> Kind of a major mistake. <clears throat> yeah. yeah
0: so if people see great. that, they you go, know, God, Mary Burner doesn't even know where Minneapolis is. That mm. would have looked really bad. Minneapolis, yeah, Check Indiana. Check your work. <laughs> Check your work. That's all I'm saying. Check your work.
9: Google <laughs> Minneapolis, Indiana. <laughs> and see if there is such a place. <laughs> yeah. And see what see happens. if it exists.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's just not a good. Plan. I know people think. We'll you take... Oh, sorry. <clears throat> what? People so think many what?
3: times you tell people Minneapolis, and they think you say Indianapolis.
0: I'm I like, know they do. No,
3: just because of the Indy 500. I have actually seen envelopes addressed to
9: Mindianapolis. Mindianapolis. Mind- Mind- Mindianapolis. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> the very actually,
3: famous city.
0: <laughs> my buddy Joe Hager, smoking Joe, back in the day, worked him at 1500 KSTP, got a letter from a friend of his back in uh, Camden, New Jersey. And the letter he got the letter, too, which is amazing. And it's because <laughs> the zip code was right. It's the only reason he got it. But it was Joe Hager... Blah 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 address Twin Cities Missouri.
3: <laughs> Twin Cities, Missouri. Yeah. Yes.
0: Twin Cities, Missouri. Both of those Close. are correct.
3: Well what even, what where would they send a letter to Twin Cities, Minnesota?
0: <laughs> like if you even know. did Twin a Cities, lot of Minnesota. In there.
7: Yeah,
3: like what yeah. where would where would that end up? I knew. <laughs> Then you wonder why they had to do zip codes.
0: Yeah, yeah. why did they this have to what? do
3: zip codes? Twin Cities, Missouri. What?
0: Oh, my God. <laughs> we'll be back with Kostaki Economopolis next with the family. <laughs> it was a cold December morning when the Minnesota Twins. No, not that it'd be the, no, <laughs> and be the December? Vikings. It'd be something. And it's not December. <laughs> But other than that, what was that guy's name again? Don? What was his name? Oh, the the, uh, Don the old NFL film? Uh, nope. I actually was going to replace him on NFL Films, but then they said I had to come to Philadelphia every week to record it, and I said, forget it. Wow. I'll never forget that. I'm, yeah, they wanted me to fly to Philadelphia. NFL Films is be- or it used to be based in Philadelphia. I don't know. If oh, it still horrible is. for you. Yeah, so basically it will be on the air eight hours a day and then fly to Philadelphia every Friday night.
9: Work harder.
0: No, oh, yeah.
11: <laughs> I've been to that place. That's a beautiful location.
0: That's what I hear. I hear it's absolutely they gorgeous. they got a great campus. Yeah,
11: if, if it was a different era and you could do it out of your basement studio or whatever, you would have been the voice of NFL films.
0: Yeah. That is true. That it was true, <laughs> I, and I would have loved being a voice of the NFL, of NFL uh, NFL films because I, I never missed that show. Was it uh, Steve? Was it Steve Sabo? Yeah. Sabo? yeah Sabo, well, yeah. the
8: original guy was John Thomas, <coughs> Ralph Augustine, James. Uh, <laughs> he's got too many damn names. Who? It was John Thomas, Ralph Augustine, James Facenda. Or oh, John
0: Facenda. That's exactly Ficenda. who it was. John Facenda.
11: Yep. Oh, okay. What's with all the extra names? Was he I trying to know. outname me?
8: I, go- I googled yeah. it. Like, that's his whole name: John Thomas Ralph Augustine James Facenda. Oh, Imagine yeah, that right. on a jersey. He's trying to honor
11: a lot of grandparents and uncles in that name. Right? <laughs> I guess so. Yeah. Kostaki,
9: I got to tell you something cute. You know, you, you sent your Christmas card here. Yeah. Thank you very much. Very cute card. So Fawny, who's three and a half, sees the card and she says, who are these people? So we told her who you guys were and she says... I, I would like to take this card home with me and hang it up by my bed.
0: <laughs> she took your yep. card and took... hanging by your
11: bed. She took that's your great... Christmas card. Yep. That's a great follow-up oh. to who are these people.
3: Yeah. <laughs> She's like, I love them, and I want them near me like, while I sleep.
11: I'm going to take I'm this like, home. Okay.
9: <laughs>
11: <laughs> yep. So
3: you're a smash
9: hit with the toddler set. Yeah,
11: yeah. I, that's preschooler great. Set. I, uh, I'm sure all the credit is due to the little ones. That was so yeah, funny. One. Yeah, she Uncle
0: Kostaki. Yeah. That's all I know. She Uncle Kostaki. Yeah,
9: she looked at it and she just got like the star-struck <laughs> kind of look yeah. on her face. She's like, I need this oh, in my God. life. <laughs> it was Here so we funny. <laughs> <clears throat> <laughs> she's, she's, a, she's a it's weird. It's got kid. texture, right? There's some layers
11: <laughs> to that card. You can. You know, I guess got family. You're outside. Got some Christmas lights.
3: Well, this is also coming from a kid that, when asked yesterday if she had a good day at school, she said no, and I said why, and she said, it's because I pooped my pants. Which, well,
7: that's perfectly
11: which, rational which
3: she did not poop her pants. Oh. <laughs>
7: <laughs> she just... It responds to every question <laughs> with
0: some form of poop or with farts poop. or something. Yeah, <laughs> poop and farts are big for her.
9: Yeah. Didn't she tell your friend Michael that he's got poop-colored hair and poop-colored lips or something? Eyes.
3: Poop-colored eyes. eyes. He has brown <laughs> hair and brown eyes.
0: Yep, no, she's
3: <laughs> a classic.
11: She's a uh, special girl. Classic <laughs> all the way, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Now let's not that's undermine the original compliment that she wants my family to her bed.
3: Yeah,
0: then, so. yeah, so that's exactly. That's yeah, view. let's not undermine yeah. that. No, you're absolutely right. Some
3: of her decisions are good.
0: <laughs> well, not a yeah. judgment of character, but other than that. Oh, no. <clears throat> okay, stop. <laughs> Moving forward, so Uncle Kostaki, <laughs> do you have some quick steps for us this week? I do.
11: Congrats to the Vikings. How about that? <laughs> WOO! Oh my, oh, I couldn't believe weird. it. Couldn't believe wa- it. I didn't Saints. watch it, but you know, the Saints have had some tough losses. You might even say a bounty of them. That's it's a it's a lot. Oh of them. baby, <laughs> I like it. I, it was great. I was rooting for the Vikes. I, I thought it was awesome. Uh, now you guys go to San Francisco. Hey, if the Falcons can go there and win, certainly the Vikings can.
4: Yeah, right? that's um, true.
11: Uh, the Saints have asked the NFL to cancel the playoffs going forward and just end the season on the standings after Week 17. That, that would work yes. way better for them. <laughs> they've, they've had a tough run in the playoffs. Yeah. Uh, Minnesota didn't miss any field goals or extra points in a playoff game. There's your Minneapolis miracle. That's that's nice. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Yeah, sure. Vikings were in head to toe purple. What are they? 1995 Steve Harvey in a comedy club? <laughs> like, what does that look?
0: No, they were actually funny.
11: <laughs> Thank you very purple much. Purple pants, purple hat, purple <laughs> shoes,
0: purple shirt. They had everything.
3: Really yep. dedicated to the color.
11: <laughs> the Vikings won. I hope they made enough money. Uh, to make their helmet shiny like the rest of the league. How can you have one matte finish out of 32? That's not... <laughs> That's not
0: Minnesota, uniform. baby.
11: It bugs me. Bugs Did out,
0: Didn't you pay your bills?
11: <laughs> I have a window that won't close, and there's a car driving by.
0: <laughs> there's police car driving by with <laughs> your name on it.
11: <laughs> We have one window that the crank just broke out. We have these old-fashioned windows with the little crank. We live in this really cool mm-hmm. place, but it's it's got some old building trappings. I love uh, it. I forget what you call these. What do you call case windows? Is that right? Anybody know? Yeah, Absolutely. No? The, the ones that
9: you crank out? Yeah, casement windows. Casement, <laughs> Not double hung.
11: the word. Thank mm-hmm. you. Yeah. Uh, You're welcome. The Vikings have a player named Andrew Pendejo. <laughs> yep.
0: That yes, is awful they do.
11: close to Pendejo, right?
0: Yes, it's really close. This,
11: this kid grew up in San Antonio. How did he survive middle school? He, this is the Spanish. <laughs> the
0: Right?
11: Yeah, that's right. I, I, that must have been a tough, <laughs> tough, tough run in a in a Texas town. Uh, but we're bearing the lead here. The Patriots are done. They're they're gone. They're out of the playoffs. Mm-hmm, so happy! Yeah. I'm going to Disneyland uh
1: so i gotta, songs, songs, I gotta ask you yeah.
11: i really think that the dynasty is over the current incarnation of the dynasty is gone yep. forever it's yep. over really? it is. Why? it's over
4: they're because tom
11: brady was not good enough to get deep into the playoffs this year and it was some of that was on him and he ain't gonna get better mm-hmm. next year and he might not even play on that team next year mm.
0: it doesn't Either sound way, like, it sounds like he's going somewhere else yep
11: I, I'm I'm thrilled. That game was fun to watch. Finally, some video of an opposing team that Belichick won't want to watch. Oh, <laughs> yeah, there God. you go. He's going to hate watching this game again. Oh, I was praying during the game in my best Ricky Bobby voice. Please, baby Jesus, help them Titans beat those some bitches. <laughs> 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 Ricky Bobby. <laughs> Ricky Bobby. Oh. God, you're a disaster. <laughs> <laughs> you don't get enough Ricky Bobby references like you used to. Yeah.
3: Uh, no, that's true. <laughs> Bring them back. True. Do more of
10: that.
11: <laughs> but Tom Brady throwing a pick six in Foxborough to end their playoff oh, and the dynasty God. forever. Oh, that's fantasy football. It was so scrumpy yeah. to behold. <laughs> <laughs> I love you have to it.
0: change your underwear or anything? God, <laughs> <laughs> I like you peeing your pants.
11: <clears throat> uh, I had to get out of my underwear and celebrate. All right. <laughs> oh, God, thank you. Thanks so much for that.
0: I really uh, appreciate Carson it. Carson
11: Wentz knocked out with a concussion. Poor Wentz. He misses more playoff games than the Browns, this guy. He's, you know, oh! Like a, one, like a one-man Cleveland. He's never there in January. He gets hurt True. a lot. Enter Josh McCown. Even Jason Witten was like, McCown's still in the league? How old is that guy? Yeah, he's been, around, he's been around a long time. What, Joe Biden wasn't available? Who's the third stringer, Bernie Sanders? This guy's old. <laughs> <He's... God. laughs> McCown's old. The good news for him, the kickoff was at 440, so he could still have dinner before the game. That's nice.
0: Ooh, I love it.
11: It's wonderful. <laughs> this, this is McCown's 17th season. The Eagles are his, his 11th team in the NFL. Are we sure he's not a narc just, like, traveling around looking for <laughs> –
0: Oh. steroids
11: or something oh i like it the bills are up 16 nothing and lost oh, chernobyl God. is now oh. suing the bills because melting down is their thing <laughs> <laughs> very good <laughs> i dusted off this old ditty. uh the bills look great early and bad late like lindsey lohan at an open bar uh, the uh and the and the pairing you got to do the pairing. The Texans look terrible early and great late, like Cher on a show day.
0: See, because she was, she was killed. <laughs> Cher. <it> like <laughs> he just mumbles his way out <laughs> of <laughs> it.
11: <laughs> Bills mafia travels well. About a third of the Houston stadium was uh, Bills fans. Gee, I wonder how they could lure Bills fans out of Buffalo in January. Seems. So nice, <laughs> lovely yeah.
4: weather they're having.
11: Their quarterback, Josh Allen, made some questionable decisions. He made more bad decisions than Louis C.K. I guess. I think he invented Ooh. the thirty-eight step drop in this game. Well, there were some. There were a couple of really bad plays. Uh, breaking news: Jason Garrett fired. Sorry, that's neither breaking or news. That's the longest yeah, that's firing well. in the history of firing. <laughs> Yeah, well, it took,
0: uh, like, a week to fire the guy.
11: I know. Every day. It was like, Jason Garrett's gone, we think. But not. we're not sure. We probably will let you know if it happens. All right. You're good at this kind of stuff, Tom. I have a, uh, a super fun fact followed by a very short quiz. You ready?
0: Okay. I'm ready.
11: Seven of the eight final teams this year are different from the eight final teams last year. First of all, that's astounding, Right.
0: That is wild. It absolutely
11: is. Jeez. There's eight teams. That's left. Amazing. There's only eight one teams team that were left that's... at this point last year. 7 of them are different. What? Weird. Right? Yeah. What mm-hmm. is the one common team that made the final eight these past two years?
0: Not Seattle. Is it Seattle? No. No, it's not Seattle cuz they 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 were not good last year where they it was not the Vikings. It was not uh San Francisco.
11: Right? God.
0: Green not Bay. Not
11: Patriots. It's not the Cowboys.
0: Is, not it, the is it the Green Bay Packers?
11: Uh, no, Packers weren't in the final eight last year. God, who was? Who was it? It was the Kansas City Chiefs.
0: Oh my God! There you go.
11: Listen to this that's list. That's a team last that's coming up. Final man. eight: Chiefs, Colts, Chargers, Patriots, Cowboys, Rams, Saints, Eagles. Only one of those man. made it this year.
4: This year, Titans, Texas,
11: Ravens, Vikings, Seahawks, Packers, Niners, Chiefs. It's crazy. Hmm.
2: It is indeed.
11: That's a fun fact. Hope springs eternal for all of us who have been rooting for crummy teams. (laughs) (laughs) You never never know. Uh, Speaking of crummy teams, let's close on a Browns joke. It's almost tradition. Uh, The Browns did not have one winning season this decade. Just let that sink in. In in, in 10 years, they didn't have a single winning season. Flip Bones had a better decade than the Browns. <laughs> the Polar Ice Caps had a better decade. Grab Ass had a better 10 years. Yep, sure did. <laughs> I bet, yeah.
3: Than most yeah. things, really.
11: <laughs> blockbuster Video had a better decade than the Browns did. Oh, there's one <laughs> oh, poor left. Blockbuster.
3: Baby. <laughs>
0: there's one left. <laughs> there is. There's one left, somebody, but I don't know where it is.
11: I, that I, for some reason, I have that fact in my head too. Why do they keep one open? Is it some? Is I think it some it's in Oregon, if past? I remember. Is there Just one for that's fun. Still profitable?
4: Nostalgia.
3: Somehow?
11: I don't. I, I don't get it. Low rent. They, they still have a board that makes decisions about the one store.
0: <laughs> <laughs> one say, "Listen, do you think we should still be renting videos?" No. Okay. Well,
11: we're going to do it mind. anyway. My wife and I, many years before we met, used to go to the same Blockbuster video store in L.A. What? Yeah, we met in New oh. York several years later. How cute. We used to go to the same Blockbuster video store at about the same time frame. It's crazy, right?
9: Only difference is you were in the porno section and she was doing <laughs> rom-coms. <laughs> what? <are you> gonna...
11: <laughs> Maybe it was in rom com. You don't know nothing about me. Maybe I'm she sensitive. was in porno,
3: Mom. <laughs> could be, could
9: they be. They don't even have
0: pornos at blockbusters, No, they? Do, they? do not. No,
9: they didn't. They didn't have <clears> a didn't back room. So. I thought, uh, no. in, in New, yeah, sure. No, not
3: no. blockbuster no. videos. They never in new York do. Because, the other ones, you know, the other, other more ones.
11: independent ones, sometimes had a back room with the with with those crazy like the. Remember, Wendy's used to have those little things you would walk through that hang down, you know, like a curtain, but they're just beads. Yeah, (laughs) right, right.
3: I went to one in New York City once, and I bought two like normal movies, and I threw them in the garbage because I was like they're tainted with disgusting sperm hands. Sperm hands. Sperm hands. Great mom. Great mom. Thanks so much for that. That's fantastic. Mm -hmm. Sorry. Okay, it came to my mind. Sperm Sperm hands. hands. (laughs) Of course it did. Why wouldn't it?
0: How'd you become Ooh, a father?
3: Anyway, a... well, let's not disparage these sexual yes.
0: activities. Dear God. Kostaki, I just Mike. got a, I just, I got a text message for you. You ready? <laughs> Are you ready? Te-
11: you got a text message for me? Yeah. yeah. Oh. You Ready? Is this from the three-year-old who is complimenting? No, you no, <laughs> no,
0: not, It has nothing to do with poopy-colored hair. It's nothing Yeah. Okay. Tell us. Yeah. So I've
11: got that. Let, you
0: do. Let. Let Kostaki know that Melly and I are looking forward to when he comes to Louisville, Kentucky.
11: Oh, nice. So apparently I know come- that guy. So I'll s- see. He, he's great. He always wears a Viking jersey so I can spot him and make fun of him.
0: <laughs> well, there you go. I'm very happy for all of you. That's a wonderful bit of news right there. <sighs>
11: you got fans all over the place, Tom.
0: No, it's you, Uncle Kastaki. With the with the Christmas card up on the three-and-a-half-year-old's <laughs> wall.
9: It was just so funny. <laughs>
0: she was so excited to have your picture. It was like, oh, my God. You don't know him, do you?
11: <laughs> <laughs> She's throwing off my uh, the average age of my demo by, by <laughs> dramatic mark. <laughs>
9: hey, everybody's needing a younger audience, so. That's
11: right.
0: Exactly. <laughs> how are we doing that demo, birth to six? Yeah, Yeah, great. uh, You're you're huge.
11: This is the best news I've ever heard for my demo.
2: (laughs) (laughs) All right, what the hell?
11: Well, go Vikings. I think they got a real shot. I think the Vikings are one of those teams that uh, they got good defense, they got a good running game, you get the good cousins, right? You get a couple things fall your way, they could win the whole thing. You never know. (laughs)
0: I did hear one of the local sports stations uh, guy say, "Well, let's be honest. Kirk Cousins is one of the best quarterbacks in all of football."
4: Mm. I'm like,
0: oh my god, he went from the absolute worst to the absolute best in
11: one game. Yeah, okay. down a little bit. Yeah, right. Yeah, dial it back. There. I wonder
9: if you were the only person that was angry that they won the game. Next day, <laughs> he's like. Goddamn Vikings, they they win when they're not supposed to and lose when they're supposed to Well,
4: exactly. Win. <laughs> it's frustrating. <laughs>
9: That's
0: right. Well, you, you have to remember one thing about that game. It looked like three times that New Orleans had salted the game away with a fumble recovery for a touchdown and a this for a touchdown. And, that. and it kept getting called back, and it should have been called back because Dalvin Cook's uh, his knee was down, there's no doubt, so it should have been called back. But I thought, right. I knew they were going to lose this game, damn it. Wait a minute, they didn't lose the game because his knee was down. (laughs) Uh, I I just am so used to being a Viking fan who, well, you're a Falcons fan. You know exactly (laughs) what I'm talking about. Same deal
11: right there. Yeah, you're almost annoyed that you have to stay emotionally invested for one more week. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. It's exactly
0: what she's talking about. You got me another week, you bastards. (laughs) That's going to do it. We'll talk to you on Monday with the family.